Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From KCBS Radio, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Tuesday, July 26th. On the Embarcadero, just blocks south of the ferry building, right under the Bay Bridge. I'm at Cupid Span, the iconic 70-foot-high sculpture installed in 2004 and created by the late Kleiss Oldenburg. The art world was saddened upon Mr. Oldenburg's passing last week at the age of 93. Known the world over for his daring and enormous modern art sculptures that have become postcard images and destinations for backdrops of tourists and selfie seekers. His most famous works taking the form of everyday items, like the giant spoon, the length of two city buses, cradling a 1,200-pound maraschino cherry in Minneapolis. The 45-foot-tall clothespin anchored in front of Philadelphia's historic city hall. One of his most famous, a 24-foot-tall rose-hued lipstick on a platform made of the caterpillar tracks of an army tank which appeared at Yale's Beinecke Plaza in 1969 during an era defined by the protests of the ongoing war in Vietnam. And right here in the Bay, the legacy of Kleiss Oldenburg lives on with our very own one-of-a-kind masterpiece, located here at Rincon Park in the shadow of the Bay Bridge. Headshots at, at the Cupid's bow, it's, it's iconic. When I arrived at Cupid Span last Friday, I was hoping to chat with at least a couple folks who might be posing for pictures or maybe even having lunch in the park while enjoying a sunny San Francisco summer day. Just to talk about the Oldenburg original towering above us. And literally as I was walking up to it, a handsome fella, blazer draped over his shoulder, hanging by a finger, was posing in a shot I couldn't have framed better myself. Natalie dressed, what are the headshots for? Uh, I'm in real estate, so... Need the good headshots. Yeah, you need good headshots, and I also I just want to showcase, like, you know, how much I love, you know, the Bay Area and all these iconic spots or whatever, so that's why we're, we're out here. So tell me, what makes this iconic in, in your mind? Because we... There's the song by Tony Bennett, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. Like, that's how we live here. It makes you fall in love to come to this town and have all these adventures and be by the bay, the, f the fog, the skyline, you know, everything. And so like, this is just a symbol of it, I think. Right when I asked you about it before we started recording, you knew exactly who I was talking about and, and the artist who- Oh yeah, Kleiss Oldenburg. Mm -hmm. Passed away. Just uh, last, I put, I did a rip Kleiss Oldenburg on my Instagram story. 
like a, a lot of fans of, of this artwork. I'd made my way down to Cupid Span at Rincon Park to speak with a gentleman who had extensive knowledge of Mr. Oldenburg's work, specifically this uniquely San Francisco piece installed in 2004. My name is Dan Hodap. I'm with the Port of San Francisco and I'm an urban designer and a planner for the port, handling a lot of um, very exciting waterfront projects. As part of the early 2000s renaissance of the Embarcadero, with the addition of the new Giants ballpark, implementation of the revamped Embarcadero roadway, and with companies from the tech sector to finance to high fashion, all making their way down to Rincon and South Beach to call the neighborhood their new home. City planners and urban designers like Dan were busy. Klaus Oldenburg is known for creating these large sculptures of simple everyday items. Paper clips, typewriter wheels, clothespins, bowling pins, a cherry, as you see in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. um, and he's got a, a wonderful reputation at that. He did something special for San Francisco. He really looked at a theme for something, and he picked love. And where he got that, if it's from the summer of love or if it's from I left my heart in San Francisco, yeah. I don't know. But he picked love, and he did this Cupid span. It's a bow and arrow um, giving a, the city a heart, reminding us of love. And yet it takes on other shapes, too. If you look at it from the right angle, it looks like a, um, a tall mast ship yeah. out of the um, 19th century. And if you look at it from another angle, it reflects the swoop of the cables on the Bay Bridge. So it, he gave us many forms that really referenced where it is. And we're so fortunate that he thought so dearly about San Francisco to give us a very special place, which is probably why people say it's iconic. I imagine as a planner, when, when you're running through ideas, mulling over plans, the goal, uh, at least sentimentally or emotionally, would be to, we want to create a structure where it becomes part of the civic like nomenclature, right? Where people will say in, in 15, 20, 30 years, hey, let's meet at Cupid's Bow, five o'clock Thursday, let's meet there. You guys achieved that here. That, that probably doesn't happen with every project. How special is that? No, it's wonderful that we can do that at certain intervals. Mm -hmm. You can meet underneath the Ferry Building Tower. You can meet at Cupid Span. You can meet at Willie Mays at the ballpark. Um, those are maybe a few of the, the best known ones, and those are important. They help people understand the city and understand the waterfront. Mm -hmm. We don't need to put labels on everything. We can have pieces here and there that everybody knows where they are. It creates a public memory. And here they got some help, a monetary gift from the Fisher family to commission a sculpture from the great Kleis Oldenburg to sit in one of the many new parks and public spaces sprouting up at the time. Cupid Span sits across the Embarcadero from the Fisher Building, home of The Gap and its headquarters. Donald and Doris F. Fisher founded The Gap Clothing Company in San Francisco back in 1969. I think unquestionably the thing that's most interesting about Cupid Span is how it's quite obviously a bow and arrow. Until you look at it in the context of its location, the proximity to the Bay Bridge and the water, then how it's positioned with the spear of the arrow buried. It's basically a bow and arrow shooting down into the ground. Well, you mentioned that the tip of the arrow, the violent part of it, is buried in the ground. And I think that's in keeping with the Bay Area of being a very peace-loving 
nature coming out of the 60s and then yeah. continuing on. He took and buried the violent part, but kept the love part above ground so that it really reads. And I think that was very intentional by the artist. And here's where I feel like fate intervened in my trip to Rincon Park the other day. After I'd wrapped up my conversation with Dan, learned lots of cool things, armed with a little bit more information about the structure, I wanted to chat with one more person at the park. And I look over to my left and there's a nice young lady sitting there watching her dog play with other dogs. Another very popular activity here at Rincon Park. So I sidle up to her and First things first, she didn't run away. That's great. You see, a lot of times when I come up to you guys and I'm carrying a microphone and my recorder, you can't run away fast enough. Well, she actually popped out her AirPods and listened. And I explained what I was there doing, doing a podcast story on Cupid Span, and she lit up. Turns out I had unknowingly just introduced myself to an international art student. Um, my name is Rishti Jacob. I'm Indian, but I go to uni in London. And I'm only here for the summer because my sister works here. So I only come to this park for Kobe, my dog. Kobe. <laughs> Who's Kobe playing with? He's the, he's the big one, small one, Zeus. <laughs> Kobe and Zeus. Perfect. We sat down, started showing her pictures of some Weiss Oldenburg work on my phone, other works of his from around the world, and the conversation was off. So just give me just your interpretation and that's the thing i love about artists that there's no right or wrong answers right so you're just your interpretation of, of what you see in this structure cupid span honestly when i first saw it i was kind of confused why there'd be a born an arrow like just in a park next to the sea i thought it kind of be like an anchor or something but it kind of does look like an anchor so i was like maybe there's something to do with the like the sea and how it's like so close to the sea or something i don't know what the history behind the bow and arrow is but it's like it's amazing and like in the, in the day, it just looks so beautiful, like the bright colors and everything. And like compared to everything around, it's just tall buildings, like a piece of like cool, like big art is like such like a refreshing thing. Like it's like sight for sore eyes. Part of the intentional design was to you, whoever's looking at it from whatever perspective, whatever time of day, right, that it could look like a ship out on the water. Interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense why it's like kind of half in the ground. That's amazing. And evidently he uh, wanted to sort of pay homage to the notion of love and its many forms and the expression of love that San Francisco is kind of synonymous for, even going back years to like the summer of love with the hippies, you know, across yeah. town at, and the hate and things like that. But um, when you think about that, right, like, okay, bow and arrow, Cupid, we get that, but you would expect to see like the arrow part, yeah. right? Because that's where love—that's where love strikes, right? But that's buried because that's evidently was the expression of the violent part of love that Mr. Oldenburg didn't want to express. And so, by sort of inverting it, having it upside down, you know, the spear of the arrow is buried, but it still represents—you know—people see it and they know that it's a, a bow and arrow. Honestly, if my sister didn't tell me it was a bow and arrow, I would have probably thought of everything else because. <laughs> like a weird thing to do you know like why would you put it here it's it's just like I didn't realize how big it was until I'm actually looking at it it's huge yeah, like, it is. it's amazing I just want to know what the colors represent like the gold blue and red and like is that like did they think about that or did they just do it and be like this looks cool like 
See, that's the art student brain <laughs> that I can't relate to because now I'm like, that is a fantastic question. I wish I had answers for that. Because that's... the gold makes sense, the red makes sense, but the blue string thing, that like doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. There's like a bluish gray hue kind of to the bridge if you if you see it that way, and so evidently like capturing something like the way that like the yeah there's yeah. it's supposed to have like a representation a little bit of the cables in the in the bridge so maybe that's part of it i don't know blue and water I don't know. yeah it kind of does look like the, like a little part of the bay, bay bridge that's amazing i think mr oldenburg would love the fact that we're sitting here having a conversation about his piece yeah. and and the different meanings behind things like color and structure and positioning right mm-hmm. isn't that what an artist wants yeah it's like i love art that just makes you ask like why did you do this like that's why i love pieces like this because it's just confusing like until you talk about it you're kind of just like yeah there's a huge bow and arrow in the park we're just kind of okay with that it's just i love art that like makes you ask questions you know Thanks for your time and enjoy the rest of your summer in San Francisco. Thank you. (laughs) And of course, thank you to the great Kleis Oldenburg, 93 years old when he passed, and his work and legend will live on for many, many more years. Thanks for listening to today's Bay Current podcast. We'd love to be part of your daily routine. You can subscribe to us on the Odyssey app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or just about anywhere you listen. And that's it for today. I'm Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.